Welcome to In the Mind of Minister Ben Willis. My name is Minister Ben Willis. I am the national representative of an organization named the Flaming Crescent Society. The Flaming Crescent Society is an organization that uplifts and educates our people. And I'm also a mentor at North Lawndale High School. But let me tell you about this organization, the Flaming Crescent Society. Them some bad brothers. In fact, I'm going to give you the name of some of the core members. Brother Salim Abdul-Khalid. Brother Tyrone Perry. Brother David Muhammad. Brother James Willis. Again, like I said, they are some bad brothers. I would like to ask all the viewing audience to tune in to the Flaming Crescent Society podcast. Uncut, unapologetic. But I would be remiss if I don't let my co-host introduce herself. Hello, my name is Lenore Currington. I am from Chicago and I am a youth. I am an a, a advocate for youth. I have an associate's degree from Malcolm X College in early childhood ed education. Okay, do you know what? These are questions that a lot of people in African, a lot of people in the community are concerned about what about the violence in Chicago, Illinois? Would y'all like to address that? Go ahead, Illinois, you can. Yes, I think the violence in Chicago has gotten to be ridiculous. It, um, the, the crime, the crime is high. The, we need to... Do you think, that, well, let me ask you a question. And this is my take on it. The majority of the violence and shooting and the killing in the city of Chicago is from gang violence. It's not gun violence, it's gang violence. You have, you have all the politicians, you're the clergy, you're all talking about gun reform and all that kind of stuff, you know? And I think that's a lot of BS. It's the gang violence. Chicago has a major history in gangs, even during the Al Capone days and the uh, Bugsy Moran days and all that kind of stuff, the, the David Boxdale and the Jeff Forts. It's a long history of gang violence. If you want to stop the violence in the city of Chicago, then you have to attack the gangs. I mean, because basically all the shootings are from different conflicts. You shoot one of my, my guys, I'm coming back and retaliate and shoot one of yours. You can do all the damn marching you want to. You can have all the different programs of gun reform and and bring your guns in and we're going to give you a gift card. You know, that's a lot of BS too. That's just a dog and pony show. Do you know that the gun shops, the gun shops are bringing in old guns that they don't even want anymore mm -hmm. and they would bring all them guns there to the police department, turn it all in and take all the gift cards and other people don't have, there's no room for gift cards or nothing like that. So that's a dog and pony show. If you want to stop it, then that's what you need to address. It's the gang violence, not the gun violence. Because let me tell you something. Educated people don't go around shooting individuals, shooting babies and things of that nature. Okay, and the, you know what? In Chicago, probably other cities, but in Chicago in particular, there is a lot of looting that is going on. And what is your feeling about the looting that is going on? There's a president, and I'm not going to call his name. He said, call, his name. Loot, a, call his name. <laughs> call his name. Call him. 
What is his name? Don't keep him. Take the cover off of him. What's his name? <laughs> Donald Trump. President Donald Trump okay. said if they loot, we they loot. We must shoot. Oh, okay. So what is y'all feeling about the looting that is going on in downtown Chicago? Do you feel they're giving more protection to Chicago than in the city? And what is y'all feeling overall about it? <laughs> With the looting that's going on in Chicago, I think that it has a lot to do with... Well, okay. All right. Let's see. The looting in Chicago. The majority of people that's doing the looting aren't from Chicago. You know, they pay, you know, they, they pay protesters to ride around in buses and ship them out to different cities to do this. They supply them with money. They supplied them with meals. They were supplied them with bricks. You know, in fact, they have uh, uh, trucks that they have bricks on skids, and they'll sit it right down in the middle of the street, and then those people can go and knock the windows and things like that out. Now, I'll say something about the, the looting. What they should do to stop the looting in the city of Chicago, what I would speak to the state's attorney, and the mayor and any other politician, the aldermen, anybody that loot in the city of Chicago, no bond. No bond. You're giving them $500 bond, $100 bond, that's nothing. What they need to do is get no bond and sit their ass in Cook County Jail. Now, you from out of, you from out of town and you don't know about Cook County Jail, but you will find out. You will go into Cook County Jail with no bond. Let me tell you something. You do better going to Lincoln Park Zoo, open up the cage with the lions and sit in there. You got a better chance. Because the first thing they're going to do, they're going to whoop your ass. If you got gym shoes on, they're going to take those. And they're going to ask you what, you, what you in here for? I got a gun case up in here. He got a dope case. What you in here for? Breaking into Macy's. How you think that's going to go over? They're gonna feed you breakfast, they're little lunchables. They're gonna take that. But you, if you get a dose of Cook County Jail, you won't be doing this looting. Now let me say something to the black community. Because there's looting in the street, all over, protesting and things of that nature. The majority of people that's out there that you see are white people. Hmm. Signs of Black Lives Matter. Really? When did Black Lives really matter to a lot of white people? See, I think you got an ulterior motive. That's my point. That's, that's my opinion. I think there's an ulterior motive. I don't want nobody to help me that's been whooping me in my ass for 400 years. I could do it galvanized with my own kind. Okay? That's what I, that's what I do. And this is, this is from me. Minister Ben Willis is requesting that black people galvanize themselves, build their own community, and not get caught up in that drama about their protesting, carrying picket signs, for what? Now I'm a guy of a certain age. I'm 60 plus years. So I saw all the protesting. I seen that. I heard about police reform. I seen that. They even drug Martin Luther King up today. I have a dream speech. Black boys and white boys and 
girls and Jews and Gentiles. How did that work out, Martin Luther King? In fact, that wasn't a dream. That was a nightmare for black people. 2020, we still getting killed. Let me say something else, too, about white people. Because, you know, this, this brother that got, that got shot seven times up there in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, Jacob Blake. Blake. Jacob Blake. I want to ask white people. What would have happened if a dog got shot seven times in the back? It would have been an uproar from the white establishment, the white community. See, we're not even worth a dog. There's children, babies dying, getting hurt, getting killed. And there's no, there's nothing. Michael Vick, he was a football player. He, uh, his cousins that ran a, uh, fighting dog kennel and stuff like that. They're dog fights. And he backed it, you know, he, he funded it with money. They sent Michael, Michael Vick to prison for dog fighting. Now let me say something. I'm a dog lover. But dogs are nothing but property. They're not human beings. Just like a chair or a kitchen table. That, that's property. That's what a dog is. But they care more about dogs than they do about human beings. Michael Vick went into prison. He And he still apologized. This, still making them apologize right now for a dog just protesting black people get out of that and build your community now you know and what I mean by building your community is building it financially build your economic power and then protect yourself you know protect yourself at all costs because this stuff that's going on right now this stuff that's going on right now with them shooting and killing us on a regular basis and we're talking about police reform like I said that's been done already we're out there protesting that's been done already I'm looking at these young people they don't know what which way to go I look at these young NBA players they boycotted uh, their games they don't know what the answer is and a lot of the people that are out here don't know what the what the answer is. I know what the answer is. Now, maybe somebody might they might not like what I say. And some people might I don't I don't give a damn. This is how this will stop. How black how this black murder would stop, murdering black people in the street. Until you start they start burying their children. When the mothers and fathers start burying their sons. When the children start burying their fathers, start burying their daughters. Oh, then they will sit down and want to talk to you. You know when when a bully is bullying you, when you when you hit him in his jaw and knock his ass out, then he want to back up and start talking about. Well, let's see, let's see what we can come up with. Until that happens, until that happens, do I promote violence? No, if you do something to me, I will. I promote violence, yeah. And that's what needs to happen. Damn this police reform. Damn all of that. They've been through that before. I remember back in the late 60s, early 70s, black people used to wear afros. And they used to have afro combs and afro picks to keep their hair nice. Police was killing black people dead and say they were staking the Afro cone for a gun. So with all this kind of stuff 
with the police lying, lying. You know, lying. They say now what we got, we got body cams. Guess what? Now the body cams are showing black people getting killed in high definition. In fact, the brother that got that got shot seven times, Blake. That wasn't even from a body cam. That was from a cell phone. So yeah, you, you used to black white people start burying theirs. Oh wait, wait a minute. Oh now they're gonna now they're gonna say, oh uh, Minister Ben, now you're talking about white people. First off, I'm pro-black. I love my people. I love everything about my people. Even some of the crazy stuff, they can get checked though. But I love my people, 100%. I am not anti, no race. I am pro-black. I couldn't be what I am to be anti any race. But I'd be damn sure if you do something to me and do something to my people, this is what they should do. Stop the preaching. Stop the praying. Whoop that ass and get up with them. And that would stop it. Oh, well, let me see. They're going to tell me, well, some, I'm going to get some guys going to tell me, hey, man, all white people ain't bad. I know, I got white associates. They're good guys. In fact, one of them told me, he said, he says, he said, I understand where you're coming from, minister. He says, slavery was bad, but I didn't have anything to do with it. But I told him, I said, you benefit off of it. You benefit off of it with your white privilege. So when I say that, he said, all white people ain't bad. I said, all white people are bad. All. Now listen to what I'm saying. All. For those, for those buck dancing cool Negroes that want to come at me like that, I'm telling you again, all. Do you know all is 51%? 51% is all. I said all. Now let me ask you this then, for those buck dancers that want to come at me, cool Negroes. If you have a room full of snakes, and 80 of them are poisonous, but 20 of them are, you going in that room? No. You going in there? They ain't all, they, I mean, it's 20 of them, they're good, they, they nice, you going in there? get my point it's time to stop all that and let me say something else to white America not all black folks is un under that thing of turn the other cheek and y'all like to bring Martin Luther King's ass up all the time out of no hell yeah uh, the, the the passive Martin Luther King I am not with again I'm gonna I'm piss off some more black people and if I piss you off then I did my damn job but the Martin Luther King that I do like is the Martin Luther King that met with the Elijah Muhammad and he came back and he said, you know what? I think I started leading my people into a burning building. When he came up and realized that this ain't working. You know, they homogenized this brother and no, I'm not following that. So again, like I say, if somebody hits you, you hit them back. You understand what I'm talking about? I'm gonna ask you a question that I find very perplexing. There is an organization, and I'm, I'm, I got with the NAACP and the Urban League. They're all owned by black, by white people. 
they're all backed by white people. They're the dancers and things like that, and a lot of people that are part of the organizations have been brutalized, killed, and all types of stuff. But you know, it's a one organization, this black organization, that's been around in the black community for I don't know how long. But I never hear them getting killed by the police. I never hear about police brutality. I never hear the gangs, no drive-by shooters and killing any of them. That's the brothers and sisters out of the nation of Islam. So would somebody let me know, have they ever heard, and they're out here, they're out here all the time, has anybody ever held any of the brothers on the ground with their bow ties, on the ground with their knee and kill them? Never heard of them. Any of them sisters, have you seen any, have you ever seen any of them brothers on the street disrespect them sisters? Why? Why is that? Do you know those people who do have that problem with black people? That they do study you? That they do know? I think in there, in, in the Holy Quran of the Muslims, that God orders you, not say you can, he orders you to fight with those who fight with you. That's why when you fight a Muslim, he's going to the death. Like you know, you, like y'all seen the planes flying to the, the buildings, and things of that nature. Y'all, oh, it's extreme. Well, it depends upon how they feel because they're coming out of the book. You know damn well if you do anything to any, they right over there on, on Stony Island. Go over there. Go over there with your white supremacist self. Go over there and and cause problems and see what happened. You see exactly what happened. And all you bug dancing Negroes. They want to stand there, and also let me go. I'm, I'm, I'm getting kind of. Let me talk about these other brothers, brother. I'm sorry. These other brothers, these other Muslim brothers, with your tap dancing ass. You want to take a Arab and follow an Arab and act like a damn Arab. Act like your own black self. See, let me say something to everybody in the viewing audience. I am a Muslim. This lovely sister is a Christian. We are a team. Christianity, I love Christianity, but I'm beating up my own right now. Because we have problems in Islam too. And again, like I said, I love my people. But black people, even in Islam, will take up and leave one slave master, which is the white person, and take up another slave master, which is the Arab. So I'm getting on y'all to produce and build something for yourself. Listen, I, we, I, we're doing this show in my backyard. You know, because the studios weren't available to us. We're doing this in our backyard. And I'm getting kind of heated and things of that nature. And Lenore, you, you, can, you can go ahead because I'm getting out of hand. <laughs> Next question. Okay, the next question is dealing about female and male relationship. They have a relationships. They have a tendency to be pitted against each other. And would y'all like to address that? Mm. Yes, I will. I will uh, address the female and male and female relationship. It first has to start off with respect. You have to respect yourself, and you have to respect the other person. And so. With the younger people, they they cross all kind of lines, and, and and they don't have any respect. But they have to gain their respect back. 
in order to get respect, you have to get it. What about the, what about the uh, what about the the, the, the sisters that uh, deal with guys with with their pants sagging down? Should that be now? Is do they do the, the women respect themselves to accept a brother that got his pants sagging, or or is it? Do she have low self-esteem because she feels that she can't get no one better? I was getting ready to say she has low self-esteem. The reason why she's dealing with somebody that got their pants hanging all down off the back of her behind. She has to she has to build her self-esteem up because it is better guys out here. It's a lot of young black guys going to college. Yes, right. You got an education. That's right. Business. That's right. Basketball players. Mm -hmm. And so on and so forth. Right. You don't have to settle for less. So, so in other words, then, let's just put it this way. So the sisters go to a garbage can and look for a man. And then have a baby with him. And then he choke her out. And then take her money. Because okay. he's going to take that and flip that, as he say. And go to the club with some other woman. While she leave her baby with a guy who's not even his father. And the baby wind up dead because of her poor choices. Is that what you're saying? I think that's what that is. No, and then that's bad. But you know who can stop this, the sagging of pants? You know who can stop the sagging of pants? The woman. The woman can stop that. That's the one who can stop it. In other words, if a woman tells the guy that she's with or he's coming or trying to approach her, you can't talk to me until you pull your pants up. He will pull his pants up right away. The women are the one that has that kind of power. Now, if he don't pull his pants up when the woman requests him to do so, then he plays for the other team. Now he can go down there on where is that, uh, Diversity and Clark to Boys Town, and then he can go to the all-male review strippers. All you guys that like the way y'all pants down, you might as well go on and get you some money. Go down there with your pants sagging and get up on stage and they can say, now I'm coming to the stage. Jackhammer, you can come up there and do that. And they can throw pennies, coins, link cards and everything else at you. And um, dealing with black economics, as some people say, the black power economics, how has this impacted and infected the community? Mm. The North, you can go. I think the I think it affects the community when they don't give black people jobs. That's of all ages. We don't we, we don't give them jobs. We don't give them education. It don't circulate money back into the community. Yeah, that's 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 great. The thing is, uh, the point that you made was circling, uh, circulating money back into the community. I think that it should be brick and mortar, to where do we start and open up in our neighborhood a black bank. Number two, a black school. Number three, a black hospital. Number four, a black supermarket. If we have those things in place in our community, 
our children will be educated by black teachers. Now there can be other teachers in there, but it's predominantly black teachers and black male teachers because there are hardly any black male teachers in the school system. Black male teachers, you're educated in the community. The community goes to the school, they're educated. The people that work in the community, work in the bank, the supermarket that's in the, that's in the community. The money circulates into the bank and circulates throughout the community. And the people have jobs in the bank, in the supermarket, and the hospitals. You have black surgeons, black male and female surgeons working, not as building economic power in that neighborhood, which would then become a community. Back in 1920, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, they ran their own community. They didn't ask for no money. They had car dealerships, clothing stores, banks, uh, uh, food markets. They had all of that. It's called Black Wall Street. It was one of the worst massacres ever in the history of the United States. It was all blacks that was killed by racist white people. And they did that because they were jealous and envious of black people doing it and making it for themselves, you racist bastards. And that is the reason. And one of the things that we got to understand one thing about the United States of America, the core of the United States of America is based on white supremacy. That is the core of the United States. White supremacy is in our educational system. White supremacy is in our, our judicial system. White supremacy is in our health care. White supremacy is in our economics. That is the that is the core of this here in this here in 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 uh, United States of America. There is an organization, and I'm, I'm I got with the NAACP and the Urban League. They're all owned by black by white people. They're all backed by white people. They're the dancers and things like that. And a lot of people that are part of them organizations have been brutalized, killed, and all types of stuff. But you know, it's a one organization, this black organization, that's been around in the black community for I don't know how long. But I never hear them getting killed by the police. I never hear about police brutality. I never hear even the gangs, no drive-by shooters and killing any of them. That's the brothers and sisters out of the nation of Islam. So would somebody let me know, have they ever heard and that thought of or anything like that? Now, it, time is going fast while we're having fun. Yeah. It is really going it's fast. And what I want to do is we need to close. But again, tune in to In the Mind of Minister Ben Willis. We'll have more content. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, coming and viewing us and support us. Lenore, you have any closing closing statements? In the mind of in the mind of Minister Ben Willis, I'm his co-host Lenore Currington. Thank you for watching. And thank you for watching, and God bless you all. Thank you.